All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 118 of the Drewcast. I'm your host, Mellow15. With me tonight, my disembodied voice, we got J.O. Yeah, um, tonight we're going to get straight into it, guys. We have a bunch of topics we're going to hit. We're going to hit the Las Vegas UFO crash. We're going to hit the Disclosure Conference, you know, that Stephen, Dr. Stephen Greer held. And speaking of Stephen Greer, uh, regardless how you guys feel about him, I know I've read some comment sections where, like, he's not really... He's not really liked by a good group of people. Uh, and that's 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 understandable when you're, like, dealing with stuff like this. Like, you know, like the UFO Twitter groups, UFO online groups, anybody in general. I feel like a lot of, like, even, like, Tom DeLong, Lou Elizondo, a lot of them get a lot of backlash and criticism and stuff. So it's understandable. But on June 12th, 2023, which was not too long ago, he actually held a huge conference where a bunch of whistleblowers came forward, gave testimony to you know crash retrieval programs you know stuff that they've seen uh all of them had like you know in my opinion credible backgrounds they weren't just like random like joe blows off the street they were people who have worked in our military before people who would have the you know the type of access that that these people have had so um i was linking it to all you guys i linked it to my brother a couple times i've linked it to people at work uh so I'm about, I would say, 45, 50 minutes into it. So I've watched 50 minutes out of the three hours because it is three hours long. So it is kind of like a good chunk of time. And I've seen a lot of the clips online, like on Twitter mainly. I've seen clips of each of the whistleblowers. My only takeaway is really one of the biggest things about this and the David Grush story that have come out recently is the like how quiet everybody's been. Why no news, no news site has covered this, right? David Grush's kind of got covered, right? Like a lot of news stations ended up picking it up and like they kind of did cover it. But this Stephen Greer conference, bro, the disclosure conference, I haven't seen it anywhere. And I think the only reason you probably heard of it or saw it was because of me. Mm-hmm. Right now, if, I could I could probably say out of everything that has come out and I'm talking about like them them you know people revealing uh crash retrieval programs bodies other interdimensional beings like space beings we're talking about like some really school like some really cool but also scary things to me the biggest drawback or the biggest story out of all of this is how quiet everybody's been how quiet the news has been, how quiet people of work have been, like family members. And I get it. I understand, like, where's the proof, right? I mean, you talked about this earlier. You got to, with extraordinary claims, you got to show the extraordinary proof, right? I get it. I don't think the proof, like, would matter, though. I think you could show people bodies, you could show them craft, and, like, it just still, people won't take this serious, I don't think. And I wonder why. I wonder I don't, why, like, a large majority of our population just does not give a fuck whether or not we have proof or not. I don't think I don't think that's the case. You think people would take it more serious if there was proof? I mean, maybe not as much as you would probably like, but, yeah, I would say a large group of people would just, you know, take what they're saying more, I don't want to say seriously, but... Do you think it's because... It would become a bigger thing if there was actual proof of what they're talking about. Do you think it's because... Um, this this isn't my stance, but, like, I'm trying to put myself in, like, the shoes of, like, a 
your your run of the mill like average person yeah yeah if they get a link or if they see like a clip or get briefed on like what that event even is they're probably not going to give a fuck because it's just a bunch of dudes telling stories and then you could say like oh but this person is a doctor and this and this person is a military like this this and this which is the credentials topic me and you talked about yeah last week but at the end of the day it's just like a bunch of dudes telling stories without Without you know, proof. any hard video or pictures or anything like that. Well, according to these guys, a lot of the proof that they do have, they've given over to, like, members of Congress and, like, you know, groups that are handling this. So we'll see what, you know, happens from here. I just, it just was a good question, right? Like, what's, where, why hasn't the news been covering it? Why isn't anybody, like, even touching this this story, right? And, um, you know, speaking of stories, I did mention in the beginning we were going to touch a little bit on the the Las Vegas UFO crash, which, by the way, that goes so deep. That pause, by the way, but <laughs> it goes so deep that like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to fully break it down and give it justice like I want to. Before we get to the Las Vegas uh UFO crash story though, I will link Dr. Greer's disclosure conference below. Guys, even if you don't watch the three hours, just watch some of it. It's it's even if you don't believe it, it's it's interesting nonetheless. And it's this is starting to like happen now. Like this is starting to get real. Stuff is starting to like happen, and like I feel like all of us should be, if you don't want to be a part of it, at least be aware of it. Okay, but yeah, back to the UFO crash in Las Vegas. That's a good way to put it, actually. What like, the- yeah, you might not want to be like involved and you know get deep into the rabbit hole, but at least just be aware of what's happening. Yeah, because like let's say something like in my opinion, there's some high level people saying something's going to be happening by 2027, like a huge event, right? Like an impending event. Like imagine the amount of families who aren't prepared for that. Imagine the amount of people right now who are just so lost in consumption and and entertainment and everyday like work and like life that when this happens, they're going to be caught off complete guard. And it's just, my goal here is to like help you guys, right? Like even if, like, like we said, if you don't want to be involved, cool, just become aware of it. I, because if your family's safety is important, your safety is important, just educate yourself on what might be coming. So speaking of that, we did a story last week about David Gresh. You know, he comes forward with this, you know, extraordinary testimony about UFOs, crash, retrieval, bodies, you know, a bunch of a bunch of cool stuff. But around that time, a story started to become really, really huge that I should have covered last week, but I'm glad I did it because more details started coming out. But the Las Vegas UFO crash, that I look we I know you guys have probably heard of it by now but we're going to break it down. So, on May 1st, well technically April 30th, but on May 1st is when the 911 call was made. A Las Vegas family calls 911, okay? And the main caller is a uh, the son of the family, his name's Angel. Don't know their last name because I I looked everywhere by the way for their last name, can't find it, but I know the the kid's name is Angel, okay? He claims that on the on at 12 around like midnight, 11 o'clock that night, him and his brother and his dad were in the backyard. They were working on their their mechanics. So he's a mechanic. So they're working on a truck. You know, they're working on a, a car in their backyard. And something crashes out of the sky and lands in their backyard. Okay. You know, he he when the crash happens, obviously everybody's like in disarray, like, oh, what just happened? You know, Angel claims that their their vision wasn't blurry, but like where the crash had happened, it was blurry. Like they couldn't really see anything, you know, everything. So they, they felt like they heard thousands of footsteps near them and whispering. And then they end up seeing two tall creatures. 
Okay. The, on the 911 call, he mentions it was between 8 to 10 feet. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually weird. So there's, two, terrified, but... so there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct. And they're very large. They're like 8 foot. 9 feet, 10 foot. I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Like, okay. like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're tiny eyes and, and they're not human. They're 100% they're not human. Okay. And what makes this story even more interesting is about 35 to 40 minutes beforehand, so on April 30th, which would be before midnight, at around, yes, 11.50 p.m., a cop is handling like a different call, and on his body cam, he sees a green glowing ball like crash through the sky and, you know, disappear slash crash, right? Well, the 8 News Now investigators obtaining video as officers then responded to the call you just heard. You'll see the officers also saw something in the sky that night. But the big question is, what was it and is it all connected? It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro police officer's body cam catches this something flashing low in the sky. Now, when the cops get to their house, they're like, hey, don't, you know, one of the only reasons we showed up is because my partner said he saw like, you know, something crash out of the sky. And then you guys gave us this call, you know, so if it is a hoax, let's just get to the point, right? If it is a hoax, what are the odds that that happens the same night you do a hoax, right? Like something crashes out of the sky the same night you do a hoax, which I sent you a link earlier where NASA claims it was a, you know, it was, it was a meteor, right? But I don't know about that, dude. Like, it just like the, the coincidence of everything happening all at once. I don't know about it. It is a coincidence. Um, if we're sorry, if that is a coincidence, that's insane that they managed to hoax that minutes after this thing came out from the sky. Yeah, that well, you're absolutely right. Like, what are the odds of that happening at the same time you're doing it? Like, that's probably one in a billion, bro. Then, um, on top of that. There's threads that I saw on Reddit. There was comments I saw on Twitter, you know, et cetera, where I guess the meteor claim does have some merit because of the color. I guess when meteors uh, descend from our atmosphere, the material that they're commonly tied to, I don't know if it's uh, iron or fucking mercury or something. We'll put it up. But I guess when it burns, it does turn like green. Okay, so... Which... I'm not a scientist. So yeah, and by the, the way, truth, but. we, we got to take everything with the grain of salt here because you're right. We're not like we're not like educated or trained in this field, so it literally could be that. And we're just like, but what are the odds, though? Right, the odds of this, like it's you know. Then Angel came forward, like I think about a week ago, week or two ago, he comes out with his own video. And in his video, he shows you a ring camera from a neighbor, right? where the audio show, like in the video, you see the skylight up a little bit and then an audio of something crashing. Here's a ring camera video. You can hear the bang. This is around the neighborhood. So here's the video. You've told me that in certain Reddit forums that like they were debunking that, right? Allegedly. My thing is, like, why would he post that if it's fake? Why would he, like, if his story is real and he's trying to convince us it's real, you're just going to post a fake ring camera video? I don't understand that. What I think happened, mm -hmm. if it is fake, 
or not fake sorry the ring camera video is fake i think what happened was somebody probably tagged him in that or showed it to him or something like that hey you know this is the audio from you know that night and he just like oh shit you know i could use this and then just use that one of the things unless he actually sorry unless he actually went to his neighbor's house or one of the neighbors came to him and was like hey this is from my fucking house I think you should have this. Then I'm. I'm. What I think happened was is he probably just got fed that and, just and didn't it. like check it to yeah, see yeah. if there well, was that like, would that would lead to you know being your story not being credible. Which when Ben had shot that UFO video that I used for a podcast earlier this year, my friend Ben did, and the video, what he was recording was like super cool, right? Like it was like a really good UAP UFO video, but you can hear his daughter in the background saying, "That's nothing." That's nothing in the sky. That's not a UFO because she just wanted to go inside. She didn't want to stand outside the rest of the night. And I told him before posting the video, I said, hey, you know, this is a really good video. But like if I post this, people are going to discredit it because your daughter's literally in the background, like discrediting it for us. Like she's literally saying in the video that it's nothing. Dad, what are you doing? In like that, real you know, time. Yeah, I remember. And he was like, you know, oh, no, but she didn't make, you know, he was trying to like make excuses around it. And I was like, hey, I get it. I get why she said that. I get why she wanted you to hurry up. I understand. But like the public won't give a shit. The public's not going to believe it. The public's going to be like, well, why did your daughter discredit it then, man? So, you know, there's a large number of people who have been like, you know, and dissecting every video that's come out of this, every camera angle, every photo angle from Angel's voice on the 911 call, which I believe that's the only part of this whole thing that I thought was weird, right? Like, if you really saw an 8-foot, 10-foot-tall creature in your backyard, bro, the phone call with police would have been very different for me. I wouldn't... He was, like, very calm. And maybe that's just who he is, though, right? Yeah, I would say that. Because I've had some instances where, like... Like, um... This sounds, like, snitchy as fuck. But <laughs> I've had some instances where I've had to call the police because, like, I think something's happening, like next door to it with my neighbors yeah like for for instance one time uh our doors are like kind of thin when you're next to him and like i heard like glass breaking i heard this dude screaming no i heard like the the door slam and like that kind of stuff so like i was like damn bro and this was like a week after another neighbor had got like murdered in her apartment so i called and i was like hey i tried to be like as calm as possible i was like hey uh i don't want to make like a you know a thing but i think i think my neighbor is like getting into some shit mm -hmm. and i and i had mentioned over the phone i was like hey you know one of our other neighbors in the different building got you know murdered last week i'm just trying to make sure that that same shit doesn't happen again so you know yeah, someone, they would have dissected your video like why was he so calm someone right? might want to go check on that and then you know someone could say oh if you thought somebody was being murdered why was he so calm i was being calm because like imagine being the dispatcher right and you're hearing and that. you think and you hear somebody panicking on the phone thinking that someone's getting murdered or something because yeah. like i said i heard screaming he's like no no or like glass breaking and you know shit like that yeah. but imagine they hear me panic they panic thinking something's actually happening and they show up and it's just them fucking well okay, it's like so, an argument or something but yeah well the fucking guy on the phone made it seem like somebody was getting killed here that's just so i guess we could just chalk this up to that's just what happens when you release something to the public every aspect will be dissected bro yeah 
And again, the last thing you're thinking of when you're calling 911 is if this call goes public and I'm not talking a certain way, people are going to discredit me. I think yeah. that's the last thing Angel's thinking of, right? So a large portion of people they online, they're just like, hey, you know, if you really saw aliens and you really saw a craft, why weren't you recording? Everybody has a fucking camera now, bro. Why weren't you recording? Why didn't your camera come out? Why, why isn't there good footage of it? And I'm going to tell you guys... If you truly saw an 8-foot creature or a 10-foot creature or any of that actually really fucking happened to you and your family's all inside and you have moms and sisters and everybody's scared, I think the last thing you're trying to do is get cloud off a situation. Like, if you truly saw an 8-foot creature, you're like, hey, I'm going to go inside and call the cops, bro. Like, yeah, I guess I could record. But that's like the last thing you're thinking of, dude. I would hope so. I would hope the last thing you're thinking of is recording and not trying to put your family in danger because people online might be mad at you and they're going to say it's fake. And they seem like a really good family, by the way, from what I've seen so far. They seem like a credible family. And I'm also half Hispanic. And a lot of Hispanic families, bro, they do not fucking play around with that shit. They don't play around with UFOs. They don't play around with ghosts. They don't play around with, they don't play around with alien stuff. That's probably... Why, when Angel did a podcast interview later on after this incident, he refers to them as demonic, right? Bro, how many fucking Mexicans and Hispanics do we know that would call this demonic, bro? Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not saying that's why, but we're Hispanic, bro. We know. We we have family members who have been like, They think, hey. like, weed's demonic, so. I mean, so I, I'm not, like, discrediting that part of it, right? Like, yeah, you're going to believe it's demonic because of how our culture is, right? I just think it sucks is like, I don't think he wanted this for his family. Like if it is fake, this is what you wanted. You wanted like everybody to discredit you. And I saw, I saw some actual news sites and like videos saying like, you know, the family has disappeared since then and they're nowhere to be found. Has the government taken them? Are they being interviewed by the government now? And then Angel comes out with the video saying like, oh, my family isn't gone. Like we're not gone. Look, he like shows his house like we're still here. I don't know why the news is saying that. They've been taken by the government and they're being hidden away and interrogated. Today's uh, June 12th. I'm outside my house, with my family. Um, you can see people are saying that we disappeared, the news stations. You know, what I learned these couple of days that everything on TV is fake and especially the news channels, they'll say fake stuff and it's not true. You know, I already said what I had to say. If you want to believe it, believe it. I don't care no more. Which I I can kind of take a personal story into this, right? Like uh, when COVID was a big thing back in the beginning stages of it, we had an incident at our store where a guy was stealing merchandise and he, uh, an employee was following him to the front, right? And him and, and, and the, the thief and another customer get into a fight, right? They get the merchandise back, whatever. And the video goes viral. But the video goes viral because they say it's an anti-masker, an anti-vaccine guy, right? It's like, oh, anti-masker gets beat up at Walmart. Anti-masker gets beat up at a retail store. Anti-masker this. And it's like, oh, no, gay. And I try to tell people online, like, hey, I work, I work here. That's not why he got beat up. It wasn't because he wasn't wearing a mask. And people were like, no, this is an agenda for COVID. And you just don't know what you're talking about, even though I literally said I worked there. I literally said I worked there. I know the people involved. It was not over a mask. And I had reporters from like news stations reaching out to me on Twitter, bro, because I was online saying I worked there. 
hey, you know, since you work there, can you please message me? I, I need some details. Like, bro, I'm not going to feed into your fake agenda that you're already trying to push. You're trying to push like this weird anti-masker gets beat up narrative when that's literally not what happened. And then everybody on Twitter and Reddit ran with it, right? So it's hard to control the narrative even when you're somewhat closely involved because thousands of other people already have their mind made up and are willing to run with fake stories to get cloud off you. So yeah, the so it, what probably happened was Angel and his family probably didn't want to do interviews like that. So the news just made up stories. They're not even there. They probably got kidnapped by the government. There the was that one black. video you sent me that she was like, um, that they were being like trained and told to like keep quiet and like, uh, fuck, we'd have to rewatch it. But like she was saying some like really cringy shit. And I was like, bro, that's I guarantee you that's not the case. Going back, yeah, going back to the the videos from that night, though, uh, certain family members, you know, attempted to record what was in the backyard. I don't know what you guys think. I've seen a couple. I've actually seen a variety of videos from that night and, you know, people breaking it down, you know, zooming in on it, lighting up the picture, like, you know, giving it a light up touch. I've seen a whole bunch of like, as like, like I said, different perspectives from that video. I, I there's a couple like the one video where they're like hey this you can clearly see something in the forklift well how is it eight feet tall at ten feet tall in a forklift bro and I mean like there's something there I guess but is it eight feet you know what I mean and I told Justin this earlier like if you're if you're a creature or an interdimensional being who's like crashed here and you're just trying to like get out without being caught you're probably gonna like project yourself to be bigger to like scare off the people that are like watching you and that's probably what happened, bro. Right? Because then, like, there's another video where, like, as they're walking up towards the fence, you could see something on the other side of the fence at the bottom, like, kind of scaling the fence with its hands. And, like, it, as it's, like, it looks like it's, like, moving up or standing up, right? There's other, like, video where, like, you can clearly see something in the background that looks like it has a big head. And I had a friend say it looked like uh, Rogers from American Dad. You know, Roger, not Rogers, sorry. But it looked like Roger from American Dad. And like when I when I did a light up touch on the picture and you can kind of like circle it out, it kind of does look like that, bro. No, it does, dude. Yeah, it does. And, and there's a video that we'll post here as well. Uh, like you can see it turn its head and like blink. So if they faked it, I mean, if they did, like, that's that. crazy. But I mean, what's the odds that on the same night, the if the ring camera footage is real, if the ring camera footage is real, Justin. I don't think it's a hoax. How do you fake that? How do you fake the the body cam catching it crash? How do you fake all of that on well, the same no, night you plan this? Well, the ring camera f footage isn't fake because then like, um, like edited and whatever you want to call yeah. it. They're just saying it's fake because it's not from that same night. The well, sound how do they you know hear that? and the flash you see. Did you read that at all? Like, how do they know that? Yeah, I don't know. I sh I sent you the thread. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. The Reddit thread, yeah, I didn't read that one. But. I guess it was a firework. That's why you see the flash of light. That's why you hear that little twizzling sound. It's just a, a firework what? that like shoots up and then pops. And that pop you hear is supposedly the crash. But me and Justin have a friend who he thought it was fake because <clears throat> the screenshot looked like Roger from American Dad, right? And I also have another friend named Warren. I've mentioned it before. He helped me start Say What's Real, so shout out to you, Warren. But 
he he even says me and him argue about this all the time like he, he'll be like oh you believe in lizard people though bro lol and i'm like yeah well if the universe is as big as they say it is then like there is probably a race of beings out there that look like lizards bro they probably look like reptiles like why is that so hard for you to grasp and when and when our friend said that right he was like oh yeah i don't think it's real because it looks like roger from american dad there's another story from the Stephen Greer conference where they, uh, he was like showing illustrations of like them taking a body from a craft and it was like 39 inches and Warren's like, yeah, I'm done, bro. LOL. I'm done. It's 39 inches. Yeah, I'm good. And I'm like, bro, so you're saying this, the universe could be as big as they say it is, which they, they theorize it has no end. And you're saying that there, there isn't a race or there isn't creatures out there that are 39 inches tall. There's not there's adults here now shorter than that. Well, he's like, hey, bro, if there's lizard people, then there's hippo people. Like, uh, yeah. Isn't that the point of the universe being as big as it is? That at some point there probably is a creature of everything that's that's that smart, bro. Like mm, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. Because I feel like a hippo is kind of like one hundred percent like an earth thing. Whereas like a lizard is kind of a generalization of like what that thing could look like but it might not even be a lizard it just looks like it's, a lizard yeah it just looks yeah. reptilian like a hippo is straight up a hippo yeah I'm i know but like, hey, sure I, I, I i agree with you both right like it's probably not but because the universe is simply so big you can't really you can't really justify saying no i mean i guess you could say no i guess a lot of physicists and like scientists would say we need proof but like what is a hippo person just going to land and be like, yo, bro, you know, like, <laughs> so, right? No, we're not going to get that. But yeah, uh, I, it just, it kind of boggles my mind because after seeing the video, after seeing Angel do a couple interviews afterwards, which he didn't do an interview with like a bigger known platform, which George Knapp was trying to interview this kid and his family, which he should have done that interview. George Knapp is like a, very, very, in my opinion, I don't care what people say, George Knapp is a credible person in the UFO world. He's the one that broke the Bob Lazar story. He's the one that you see all the time with Jerry, Jeremy Corbell on uh, Weaponized Podcast. Like, they, those guys do amazing work, bro, right? Like, I said this in the beginning, anybody who does anything in this field, there's going to be a large group of people who shit on you no matter what, bro. You could literally be the guy who brings actual disclosure to us. And there's going to be people who like shit on you, dude. There's no escaping it. Like there's, this isn't like a nice field, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming like if you're in like the crochet market, there's probably like a lot of good people who are like very supportive, right? But like the UFO, paranormal, like this scary type of stuff, there's, there's a lot of weirdos, bro. There is. And it just, it is what it is. You gotta, you, you gotta take it for what it is. Those guys know it too. Steven Greer knows it. But Tom DeLong knows it. They all know there's a lot of good people, but there's a lot of fucking weirdos, dude. And I feel bad for this family because even if they did fake it, I don't think they did. And it's simply the the couple reasons why. They come from a like I said in the like I said I'm Hispanic too, so usually Hispanic families, especially like the moms and dads, don't play around with this type of stuff. Even if you're telling them it's a joke, hey mom, play along with the joke, nah. They're like, no, I'm going like, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, no, nope, right? You got the body cam happening. If the ring camera footage is real, you got the simple fact that you called 911 knowing that if they found out that you faked that, you could probably get in, in big trouble for that, right? 
you got the cops who, when they showed up to the house, the cop, like, as they're going towards the backyard, like, uh, his body cam, like, blocks out with, like, a black square. And he, he says this because they can't record on private property, which a lot of people have came forward, and I even looked into this. Uh, in Nevada, a cop isn't allowed to record on private property unless, like, unless the occupants or the owners give you okay, right? Which clearly in that video, they were giving the cops okay. Like, oh, yeah, come to the backyard, let's go look. So I don't know why the cop said that. Maybe the cop was scared. Maybe the cop didn't know the law fully. So he was like, okay, let's just block it out just in case. You know, just in case that this is a thing. It just, everything adding up to this was very strange to me. Because now it, it came out, it got really big when the whole David Grush story got, you know, publicized. And there's a lot of mean people, dude. There's a lot of mean people, dude. Regarding the Las Vegas UFO crash, regarding like the whole Stephen Greer disclosure event, regarding the David Grush, you know, whistleblower testimony, I feel like a lot of stuff's getting real, but like kind of too fast. And a lot of this is hard to digest for a lot of people, especially for someone like me who's like really into this. Like I'm like every day I'm looking up stories and trying to like do research and I'm actually like in the field not as much as other people and i'm probably not as educated as other people but a lot of this is coming at you guys really fast and especially for people who aren't doing what we do or what other people do right so i would just say take everything with a grain of salt do your own research uh don't listen to like the thousands and hundreds of people on social media who are like being rude and disgusting and like just not being attentive to this family's feelings because I believe this family saw something. Something crashed in their backyard. I believe they saw something. I believe it affected them. I believe they had a reason to call 911. I do not believe they had a reason to lie about any of this. What it was, who knows? It it could be alien. It could be something from another dimension. It could literally be something from here because we covered another whistleblower talking about how these things come from the Atlantic Ocean. It could actually be a whole group of things. We don't know. So I wouldn't jump and say it's a hoax. I wouldn't jump and say it's real. I, I would kind of kind of gauge what I would kind of gauge your feelings after you see the clips, after you see the video, after you see Angel talking on those podcasts. You know, people like George Knapp and stuff who like have dedicated their life to this type of stuff. He doesn't think the family's lying. And I think he has a good grasp on like a, like a people who bullshit. Right. This guy probably gets a lot of people who bullshit him, dude. When it comes to ufos and aliens so he probably has like a good grip on like what's real and what's not and even he's not perfect right so he could be wrong on this too i just don't think there was a reason for this family to lie and you know before we end the episode going back to the whole stephen greer disclosure event it it is kind of alarming that a lot of people that we work with a lot of our family the news, the media, social media, anybody that's just anything. It doesn't feel like people are taking this topic serious enough. And I think it's the decades and decades of demonizing it, making fun of people. You were a hippie. You were a cuckoo. You were cuckoo bananas if you talked about this type of stuff. If you brought it up to your friends, you were the conspiracy theorist guy. But I'm here to tell you this isn't a conspiracy theory anymore. It's a cover up. That's what it is. It's a cover up that they've made the public believe is a conspiracy theory. 
so that they can spend more years on secret projects where they're stealing free energy, they're stealing technology that could actually like help our world. They're like, that's what they've done. They made it to where you chastise and demonize your neighbors and family while they get to play around with the good stuff. Because that's just how it works. And they probably spent a lot of taxpayer money on like funding for this stuff behind our backs. And if there's a cold war happening between a bunch of countries who have this technology, it's just, it's against everybody's security, not just national security. It's against the world security. If Russia, China, and America all have this stuff and they don't know how to use it and they don't know how to reverse engineer it, then what is happening? We're just allowing that? And I, I am going to say we are just allowing that because there's more of us than them. And the simple fact that you got told that and it didn't change your day-to-day -day life or it didn't make you stop and say, what? What do you mean that they've been hiding this for this long? We thought that was just a conspiracy theory. We thought it was just a myth. Right? What do you mean that countries are having a cold war with this technology and like, you know, any wrong move could like really damage and destroy things? What do you mean? Everybody just kept twerking and everybody just kept going to shop at retail stores and not really caring. And going back to like Trump and Biden and Hunter Biden and liberal and AOC. It's just like they don't care, dude. The, the programming that these people have given you guys to where everything's just a joke and you can laugh it off. It worked because for the majority of people, they don't care about this stuff. They don't care about David Grush's testimony. They don't care about the disclosure conference. It went in one ear, not the other. And for some, like the disclosure conference, it didn't even hit your inner matrix. You didn't even hear about it, probably, until you either watched this or somebody that you knew who you called a conspiracy theory friend told you. And that might be the most troubling thing that has came out of all this news to me. So, but yeah, that is episode 118, guys. I had a blast today. Like I said, I don't think I could do that Las Vegas UFO crash like a full full justice because there's just so much that was attached to this that I really just had to I had to break down the good stuff right because there's a lot of rumors and there's a lot of speculation a lot of lies from like the media down there that I didn't even want to touch on because I'm like you know what, bro I could probably spend an hour trying to debunk all this stuff let's just get to the meat and bones of the story let's tell the viewers about it and let's see what they say because I think they saw something and I think something definitely crashed in the backyard so but yeah until next time, guys, peace.